Hi, I'm Mac. And I'm G. And you're here for Money with Mac and G. Money with Mac and G is brought to you by Mamir Classroom, which provides the tools for instructors to efficiently teach computer science courses of any scale without compromising quality of education for students. We've been working really hard to get our business to grow. And while we love our dad, we thought it'd be fun to learn from other smart people. Yeah, there's still so much we need to learn, especially about growing our pet sitting services. So we asked Dad if we could talk to other business owners. You know, so we could learn more about bringing in the green. So he helped us set up an interview. That way we can ask all the questions we want. That's right. I know I haven't told you much about the guest because I wanted it to be a surprise. But you've sat across from him at Thanksgiving dinner. Really, Dad? Yep, and he is crazy successful. Among other things, he's received an award in a magazine called Forbes. It's all about business and has over a million readers. He was recognized as one of the 30 people under 30 years old who is influential in the business of education. Education can be business? Uh Yep. So, out of the millions of people under 30, he's really special for what he does in education, and we know him. Are you sure? Absolutely. And his name is Jacoby Petrashani. Awesome! Kobe! What a great surprise! We're so happy you're here, Kobe. We've heard stories that you were really doing well in your business. I guess I never asked. And since we're always playing video games in the basement, we just hadn't had time to talk about what you do. I still need to beat you in Rocket League. You're going down. Grant, you could be sitting with Donald Trump playing Fortnite and wouldn't say hi. That's not true! What'd you say? Anyway, let me start this off right. Mr. Jacoby Petrashani, welcome to Money with Mac and G. I'm your hostess with the mostess, and that's your video game buddy that you beat on a regular basis. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Mac and G. I'm really happy to be here. I love your show, and I think you guys are doing great work. Thanks, Kobe. We are working hard to learn more about finance and helping others. Sounds like you could really help our listeners. Oh, yeah! And we've got a few questions for you. But before we begin, can you tell our listeners one thing? Do you like chocolate brownies with chocolate chips and chocolate icing or cotton candy better? McKenna, I know that's a trick question because you love everything chocolate. I've seen the way you eat mom's chocolate chip cookies. So I'm going with the triple chocolate brownies. I told you, Grant, he likes chocolate the best. No fair. How about this one? Cubby, if you're stranded on a desert island, which video game would you choose to pass the time for three months? Hmm... I think maybe Minecraft or Factorio. Both games you can play for a crazy amount of time without getting bored, since they're both sandbox games. Wow, all about the video games, G. You're going to go cross-eyed one day. Maybe, but I'll have a lot of fun. Okay, I have the first question. Kobe, can you tell our listeners what it is you do and who you do it for? So I'm one of the co-founders and CIO at Mimir. We create tools for computer science courses to help them out. A CIO is normally in charge of the higher-level computer and technology stuff. So you grade papers, like our math teacher, Mrs. Johnson? Well, I don't actually grade them. I wrote software that grades other computer programs. Isn't that crazy? That sounds super cool. Who buys these computer programs? Universities, colleges, and some high schools. Our software allows instructors to save time, giving the teacher more time to teach. Well, I know when you help me, it helps a ton. I move from beginner to expert quickly with your feed me back. It's actually feedback. It's a fancy way of saying to give you hints about what you're doing well or not so well. 
Well, we're trying to get our business on as young as possible. So, when did you start your business? I started it with my two friends back in 2014, in my second year of college. Wow. Wow. So, how did that happen? Were you brushing your teeth and it came to you? Did you wish upon a star? Actually, I was sitting in one of my computer science classes, waiting for feedback on the latest assignment that we turned in. We started discussing how weird it was that we still had to wait for teachers to hand grade our code, since it could sometimes take a long time to get a grade. We decided that we wanted to make something better. Wow, so ideas for businesses can come from anywhere and anyone? And if you're good at something, it makes more sense? Absolutely. It did really help that I started programming so young, and I had a lot of experience. As you know, we are pretty new to this whole entrepreneur thing. So, looking back on when you started to now, what's something you wish you knew? I'd probably wish I knew how important it is to manage the daily activities of running the company. And what did you buy when you got your first real paycheck? Was it that wicked portable computer with two power sources? <laughs> nope. That came later after I had saved up quite a bit of money. I think my first real paycheck went straight into my rent for where I lived. How do taxes impact your company? What should we know about them as business owners and as people who get paid? Well, tax wise, startups generally don't pay as much in their early years. Normally, startups aren't profitable, so we have no profits to tax. Do you remember what profit is? Sales minus your cost? Yep, that's it. Businesses have other taxes, though, like employment taxes, but you don't have to worry about that. Not yet, anyways. When you have a new company, did you ever need money because you were selling less than your expenses? What's a new company called again? In our case, it's called a startup. Yep, when you're starting out like this, you do need money. Oftentimes, you can't sell enough to support all of your expenses in the early stages. Did you say upstart? Nope, startup. So, how did you get this money that you didn't have? You have to raise money. That can be from investors, otherwise known as people that like your idea. Sounds like you're growing the money. Is that what raise means? Nope. When you're raising money, you're talking to investors and angels to get them on board with your idea and convincing them that your team is the one to make it happen. If they like your idea and your team, they may put money in your company. How much money did you raise? Can we ask? You can always ask. I can't tell you exactly how much, but we have raised a few separate rounds, ranging from $120,000 to $1.5 million. So you're super rich! Well, as you know, that money goes into the business to pay for growth. Like new employees, more computers, paying for travel, and many more items. There are a lot of expenses in a startup. Sounds like it can go fast. It absolutely can go fast. And normally, when you take money like that, you're expected to spend it quite quickly. Part of the reason some startups take investments are to rapidly scale their company up. Was it easy getting money? Can you get it based on an idea? I wouldn't say that it's easy. It can take quite some time. You can get some investments based on just an idea. It's not common, but it does happen. I heard you had to live on Pelican Valley for some time for special help with your business. Is that true? I didn't go to Pelican Valley, but Silicon Valley. That's in California, in the San Francisco area. Myself and my other friends were asked to be part of a startup group out there. They give you advice and help you improve yourself and your company. Sounds like it speeds up your success. What is Silicon? Silicon. It's an important part of any computer, like your phone or tablet, too. Many computer companies started in this area of California. That's how it got its name. I think you've probably heard of Apple, right? That's cool. I have an iPhone and an iPad, so I know Apple pretty well. Did you ever get help from those investors, those angel investors? 
We've had quite a few angels invest in our company, actually. They're generally involved in the earlier stages of raising money. They usually give helpful advice and investment money. What was the best piece of advice you received while starting your business? Hmm, that's a tough one. I think the best piece of advice I received was make something people want. It seems very common sense, but I think it's good advice to keep in mind while building something. Okay, last question. What's your biggest piece of advice for your own personal finances to be successful? I think it's a pretty basic one that a lot of people overlook. Don't spend money that you don't have. Credit cards can be useful, but they can also be very dangerous. Kobe, you're the best. Thanks for teaching us so much and letting us know what you do. I think this is going to make the holidays much more interesting. Yeah, you rock. You've done a lot, and I feel so proud to be your cousin. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Kobe, from all of us here and from our listeners. We wish you the best and hope you'll check with us in the future as you grow. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, Dad. I was thinking, you know I love angels, and I heard about this angel investing. Kobe used one, and I want to know more about angel investing because they help new businesses. Yeah, is there anyone we could interview next to learn about that? Maybe for our business? As a matter of fact, I know just the person. Stay tuned for next week's preview. Hey, everyone. We got a really important question we're diving into today. Yeah, we're going to discover what angels do because our last guest, Kobe Prachashani, said they can be really helpful for new companies. Money with Mac and G is brought to you by Stockyards Bank and Trust, assisting personal, commercial, and private banking clients since 1904.